0: Welcome to Hatching Creativity. This isn't just another behavioral health podcast. This is the place where thought leaders converge to talk about real-life challenges, breakthroughs, and pivotal aha moments. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I speak with Glenn Hadley, a Senior VP of Strategy at Dreamscape Marketing, and Jordan Young from Jordan & Associates Consulting. And we talk about the best pieces of business advice they've ever received and how they used it. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about hatching creativity. So, Glenn, would you mind doing a brief introduction of yourself? I'm Glenn Adley, I'm the senior vice
1: president of strategy at Dreamscape Marketing and SBM Group. Um, Dreamscape has been in the in the business for about 17 years, but SBM Group has been around. We're celebrating our 40th year, and so I've had the opportunity to put these uh, holistic marketing campaigns together for healthcare organization, not just in behavioral but also in traditional healthcare and senior living, dental. And so uh just really excited to bring what we do really well here in behavioral
0: healthcare to those uh those areas and vice versa. Bring them back here. Awesome. Well, I always look forward to catching you at the conferences, either as a running partner or whatever, you know. So right on. And interesting fact we just found out that Glenn doesn't eat sugar. So, that's pretty awesome. And and Jordan, how about you? want to do a brief introduction of yourself? Yeah. My name is Jordan Young. I'm CEO of Jordan and Associates Consulting. I've worked in behavioral healthcare for 13 years. For the last five years, I have been on my own consulting. The primary focus of my business is I help treatment centers and companies that service treatment center hire each staff. Awesome. I have a ton of questions for both of you guys, but I think first question I want to ask is, for somebody who is new to the industry, or maybe for somebody who is just looking to see how they could improve, what is the best piece of business advice that you feel you've ever given, or that you would like to give to somebody in that position?
1: I think from from doing this a number of times, both uh, from a marketing standpoint, but also as an operator, like standing up a uh, treatment center operations, is always give yourself double the time and double the money that you think you're going to need to start it. Like that's a a big deal. I can't tell you how many people have come to me and have said, look, I have a, you know, I've got this, uh, this funding, they've given me a million dollars to get this thing started off the ground. And then I listen to their ambitions and what they want to do with that. Like you're going to need way more or on the flip side of that. I, they come to me and they say, all right, we got all this funding. We're good to go here. Um, We're looking to get licensed and opened in and, 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 and we should be open in a couple of months and we need a website. You're like, that's not enough time. Like you have to do so much more in that time leading up to opening. And so well, I would say that is that is it. Now, if you have the time and you have the money, the next thing is really deciding, like, who are you as a business? Like you can get the time, the funding, and you have a clear definition of who. You want to be like that's how you set yourself up.
0: That makes sense. You know, one of the things that we see often is people will say, I want to open up a treatment center. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And you'll say, it will say, well, let me see your four months. I go, well, what do you mean? I go, well, how are you planning this out? Right? How are you going to make this happen? How far is that money going to to take you? And another thing that we always ask is, how did you come up with the city and state and level of care that you want to open? Because sometimes people just do it because they have a building in that area or they like that area. But really, it's really important. And this is one of the things that we do on our consulting team is you evaluate the payers in the area. What Medicaid is paying in the area if you want to be a Medicaid facility, what the competition looks like. Yes. Maybe you can partner with other facilities, right? So really, I think what you're saying is really getting a clear picture understanding of everything before,
1: before you start.
0: Because here's
1: the thing. Like if you're, if, if you have a, um, uh, a 15 bed out of network residential or detox res. Okay. That is a very, very different market than if you're doing a 150 bed Medicaid, uh, facility in, in, in New England. So it's a completely different, um, uh areas that you need to look at it and and you're gonna have to approach those in different ways much more uh there's different accreditation for that right? different um, different skill sets needed right different staff that you're gonna have to hire for that like there's so much that goes into those two things and if you're just like
0: oh i have a building let's do that first you gotta find out the building is even zoned appropriately right. for for it too there's so much more too and, and
1: think about this like, going back to the time thing like give yourself much more time how many horror stories have you heard about fire marshals and sprinkler systems,
0: neighborhood, you know, neighborhoods, uh, townships, things like that? Yeah. So you have to not only know who you
1: are, who you want to be, who you're going to be, what markets you're going to be in, what air mix you're going to have, but then you also have to get down to the nitty gritty of opening a business, right? So
0: that blows well, up plenty of time. It's funny, you know, one of the things that makes this industry really unique is that you don't really need any special skills to decide you want to open a treatment center. You have some money in the bank. Usually it's a mission to help people. We hope that that's the reason, right? And that's it. You know, you don't like get out of a successful episode of a brain surgery and go, I'm going to open up a brain surgery clinic, right? It doesn't happen that way. So having a true professional that can guide you to best practices in terms of everything or can connect you with the right people you know when somebody says to me about marketing that's not my area we send them to you guys you know staffing wise we would send to you so it's like it's that kind of thing really if you don't know don't guess right i think so that's also well you see that right i mean
1: how many times have you been brought into a project to staff it and and seen like oh wow there's there's a lot more that needs to happen. I can bring, I know I can bring workers here, but but there's more that needs to be done first. Yeah, yes,
0: true. And so until you fix so much more than their efforts, are you're scrambling then. So Jordan, let me ask you the same question. What would you say is the best business advice you've been given or the best business advice that you can give to somebody else? Honestly, I'm going to double down on what Ben had to say. And- Knowing what you do and embracing what you do, because oftentimes we see with treatment centers they want to be everything to everyone. and you know what is your audience my audience is everything my audience is adolescents. my audience is people with substance use disorders, my edit uh my audience is professionals the LGBTQ community everyone and it's it's difficult and it's kind of it's almost like you don't have I right. have fair established partnerships. Uh, it's hard to see with your voice, you know, from a marketing perspective, when you're trying to capture all of these different crowds, I can, yeah. And from, from my personal perspective and consulting, when I first started consulting, I wanted to do every, what do you do? Well, I do this and this and this and this and this, and I had to call people who I trust, some kind of mentors of mine say, okay. I know you and I would have a conversation with you because I know you and I like you. But I don't understand what you do for and niche is everything I do. I do. And when I hold in the focus that, hey, okay, this is what I claim I want to do, but really what the market needs me to do and what my skills are gonna be best served doing is helping people hire key staff. Yeah. And I don't do all staff. I go, Well, you know, you need all these different staff, you need your front line tech. That's not where I'm best suited. I'm best suited in these city areas in this market. I heard an expression once, which is, if your pool is really wide but not deep, you don't even get your feet wet. And it's kind of like that, where you go, yeah, there's only so much I can do if I'm spread that thin. So it's it's great to to have a, a bit a bit deeper in any specific area. Something else here, long business advice right now that I'm seeing that,
1: that, uh, kind of plays into both of our wheelhouses here, what we do. Um, starting July 1st, um, uh, Google will switching to, they're switching off Google Analytics as their, uh, analytics platform. They're going to do Google Analytics 4. And so to be able to, to use that platform to analyze your data and your, your marketing channels. The, the original Google level is shutting off. You're not going to be able to use that. You'll have to go to GA4, but GA4 is not HIPAA compliant because Google will not sign a BAA uh, uh, business association agreement with anyone with an operator, and HIPAA has come out and said, will that be compliant? And so I see a number of operators right now having to make that shift. We're doing it a lot for all our customers right now, making that shift over. Um, not only from Google Analytics uh, to Google Analytics 4, but then also using other, um, tools to make it HIPAA compliant because you have to get another vendor, um, who will sign a BAA with you to, to, to do that. So it can become
0: HIPAA compliant. And you said that starts July 1st. July 1st. So look, if you guys are in a position where you're not aware of these things, reach out to Glenn. I'll have uh, his contact information in the description somewhere or look on dreamscape marketing that is really important Good. to be aware of and for all of us that are
1: in the compliance area they, this is a big deal they, this is something that that everyone across all of healthcare is having to look at and and we we're seeing it so much in in traditional healthcare because they have a lot of uh, private information right that they they, they get moved around nationally and, and so they're scrambling over there i'm seeing in this area of behavioral that many operators that are aware of it right are are making the shift there are some that are aware of it that are they're rolling the dice
0: but some big fines i mean with their the the last i saw was about a thousand dollars a day per occurrence i mean that
1: is huge it's a big deal the ones that I, i really want to reach are the people that don't know about don't know about it at all right that are like unaware they didn't get the bulletin because HIPAA sent an email about it, right? And and that's what he told people. Google Analytics was was a big announcement. But sure. These implications are pretty serious for us. Uh, So I I just hope that the word gets out about that and that your customers and our customers are are on board and making that. That
0: makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. You can't claim you didn't know when it comes to a HIPAA violation. It doesn't work that way, right? They don't just slap you on the wrist. You'll end up with some some big issues. I think that's some really good advice. Thanks for tuning in to Hatching Creativity. We appreciate your support. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and tell all your friends about the show. And remember, it's never just about one thing.